think it can happen to you. The hit and run chase in California, a motorcycle rider witnessing a driver slam into several cars and then speeding away. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. Tonight about the man suspected of killing a woman in a hit and run and his plan to evade justice. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast, it's Howard Drescher. All right, welcome. Welcome to another show of DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, it's DistractedDB. And if you want to listen to the show, as probably I'm guessing you are, you can let other people know about the show on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword distracted db and that will go ahead and let bring up all my shows, all my archive shows. All right, I sound a little bit rough today. Uh, I've been out working on my yard. Uh, actually, it's kind of late. It's about 11 at night right now. And I decided to do the show then. So if I sound a little rough, uh, please forgive me on this. And uh, I do appreciate everybody listening to the shows. Uh, let's start off with what a week it was. What a week it was for, let's just say, people in the biz, if you will. A lot of interesting things happened. Um, I'm sure pretty much all of you, like me, were flooded with what happened with uh, Tiger Woods. I know I said I'm not going to mention anything about it. Uh, I am thankful that he is doing well and he will be okay. Um, really, uh, once you know the LA sheriff indicated that there's no you know, there's nothing wrong here. It was just a real accident. You know, not much really to talk about except you know I don't get into the Hollywood gossip things. If celebrities do things. I know I bagged on a couple in the past, but if they've already came out, there was no blood taken. There was no nothing, you know, his agent was able to come down or a representative from him was able to come down and grab some stuff out of the car before they even go went ahead and took notice with what's going on and before the investigation started. So Quite honestly, nothing really to talk about. And I indicated to you that I wasn't going to talk about it. But I will talk about this. A lot more hit and runs. And I don't have the story on this one here. But I will tell you right now, it will make your blood boil. 
at least it did for me. At least it did for me. Uh, quite honestly, uh, I seen it, and I got to figure out where I saw it, but there was a motorcycle officer that was hit and killed. Now, there was two of them in this past week, but the one I'm talking about was stopping somebody. He was at his motorcycle, and another car, and it was on a side street. That's, that's the part that baffles me the most. Came up and plowed right into the motorcycle and injuring the law officer. Not to mention the one that happened on Thursday or Friday here in California where a military veteran, Marine veteran, who made good, went out, became a law officer, worked hard to become a motorcycle officer. He did that, and I think he was a motorcycle officer for about two, three years then, was in pursuit of a vehicle when a, another vehicle collided into him, killing him. I don't have the audio on that, but I want to look for that, and so uh, I guess I can talk about that in the next couple of days or so. Uh, I've reached out to a couple of different uh, potential guests in the last couple of weeks. Uh, the problem is with some of these guests that, you know, uh, it's a hit or miss with these guests because I'm also doing my other job, and sometimes I'm doing my other job when they're available or they're available, you know, I'm available when they're doing their job, this and that. So it's a hit and miss. So I'm going to keep keep reaching out. Uh, I do remember I uh, talked to you guys in regards to the law enforcement officer down there in Florida when I played that seven-minute audio clip of that lady down at the school. I've reached out to them. Hopefully I get something back in the next couple of days. I've reached out to a couple of other people. I've reached out to the DMV. I wanted to try to get a representative to the DMV to talk about them and some of their policies when it comes to driving. How are they teaching the students or the potential licensee people, uh, youngsters, if you will? Um, so I've reached out to people like that. So I've got stuff cooking in the, in the frying pan. It just It's just not heated up enough yet. That's, I guess, what we can say. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world right now. And, you know, it, it, it is kind of baffling that I don't, you know, I, I think we're getting worse and worse uh, as more people are starting to go back to schools. The, you know, their people are getting their flu shot or the, the COVID shots. People are starting to go back to school, as I said. They're starting to go back into work. Uh, they're not working from home as much. Traffic is building up a little bit. It caught me by surprise a couple of days last week where it took like two hours to get into work when normally it takes about an hour, maybe hour and 10 minutes. So, and then of course, you know, you have your typical hit and runs and early morning disasters when it comes to the traffic. And quite honestly, it never baffles me, you know, that I'm driving in the slow lane. Now, keep in mind, on the 15 freeway out here in California, the speed limit's 70. Now, I might push it 71, 72, maybe up to 75 at the most. But I am being passed by people, all kinds of people, male, female, young, old, doesn't matter. I'm being passed like I'm standing still. 
So I do have a little bit of a problem and an issue with that kind of stuff that's happening. And for for the life of me, I'm still trying to figure out why are these people in such a hurry to go where they're going. They're going to get there sooner or later. And wouldn't it be better for them to get there while they are alive instead of arriving in a body bag or not getting there at all? That's, it's just amazing how you know these things uh, just happen to go and they still continue to go. And of course, coming up in just a little bit, we got... Coming up, we're going to have the top story from the previous show. Oh, yes, the top story from the previous show. That's coming up in just a little bit. Lots more to talk about here. You're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. And when we come back, we will have the top story from the previous show. Can anybody take a guess on what it might be? Hmm. Let me think. I think I know. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Honey, are you ready to go to the party? We're late. Uh, what? Yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll be ready in five minutes, babe. Really? Can you get off the phone? I'm already ready. We're going to be late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm almost done. We'll, let's we'll... go. Come on. Okay, honey. Let's go. Can you be ready next time? I feel like I'm always ragging on you to get ready for these types of parties. Yeah. Isn't the man supposed to be waiting on the lady yeah, anyway? I'm, I'm sorry, babe. I, I know I say this all the time, but I, I promise. Next time, I really, 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 really promise next time I'll be ready and I'll be ready to go by the time you get home. Gosh. Uh, oh, uh, let me see who that is. I'm waiting to see if my friend is actually going to be at this no. party. Leave your phone alone. You know that scared me last time. You nearly hit someone walking in a crosswalk. What? No, you're crazy. Look, what? I told you don't tell me what to do. I got this. Stop the car. Stop it now. I... I just can't be with someone who doesn't care about my life, not to mention their own. But babe, wait, wait, come back. Uh, this, this isn't happening, is it? Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. 
All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Again, I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, Facebook is DistractedDB. If you want to listen to any one of my shows over the past seven years, go to iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB, and you can pull any one of those up. And I appreciate everybody who downloads and listens to my show. Trust me, I'm I'm kind of doing this because, for those that know, I was hit by a distracted driver, nearly lost my life when I hit the ground doing 65 miles an hour on my motorcycle. Look, that lady took something away from me that I can never get back, the ability to ride a motorcycle again. Because at the time, my wife said, that's it. It's over. No more motorcycles for you. So that person took something away from me that I enjoyed, my motorcycle. But she did not take my life. And so with that, I decided to do podcasts and try to educate people, inform people of all the ones that I can find, the stories that are out there. And quite honestly, I was more mortified by the fact that how many people are getting hurt, injured, killed on a daily basis. On a daily basis. I don't even know what the number is, but it's staggering to know that People are losing their lives probably every four to five minutes on the freeways or on the side streets, and that mortifies me. When I attended an event years ago, it scared me when I found out, and I've talked to many of the people that were there, how and when this happened. They lost some loved ones or people were injured and they were there. I talked to them all, and it just mortified me to the point where I wanted to do something about it, so I started to do this. And that's what I'm going to continue to do, and I do appreciate everybody who downloads and listens to my show. I really, really do. All right, it's time for... And now it's time for the top story from the previous show. All right, it's time for the top story of the previous show, which came from Dallas, WF. AA, and I appreciate them again for allowing me to use the sound. And this is heartbreaking because here is a law enforcement officer who was out there doing their job. They were assisting at another crash when someone came behind them and hit them and killed the officer. Again, here's a story from WFAA, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. A young Dallas police officer died in the line of duty early this morning. He was killed by a suspected drunk driver. Officer Mitchell Penton had only been with DPD for a couple of years. Police say he was killed while he was working the scene of an accident on Central. His sergeant told me tonight Penton was exactly what the people of Dallas would want in a DPD officer. We lost much more than just a life. We, we lost the future of this department, and we have got to stop losing these officers and losing anybody to senseless uh, crimes and senseless acts like drunken and driving. Oh! 
Sergeant Mike Mata works deep nights out of the Northeast Patrol substation, worked alongside Officer Penton. He said Penton never complained, had a good sense of humor, and had a family to go home to. The suspected drunk driver was taken into custody on scene this morning. WFAA's Ariel Placencia now with more on the crash and how Penton's brothers and sisters in blue are remembering him. All officers, Dallas Police Chief Eddie Garcia tweeting out this video this morning. It represented a small sign of respect and admiration, the chief wrote in his tweet, for a fallen brother and his family. Dallas Police Officer Mitchell Penton was working an accident scene in the northbound lanes of North Central Expressway at Walnut Hill Lane just before 2 this morning. He was standing outside of his marked patrol vehicle with his emergency lights on, DPD said. That's when a car hit the back of Officer Penton's squad car, which then struck Officer Penton. He was taken to Baylor Medical Center, where sadly, he later died. Chief Garcia writing on Twitter, rest easy, hero, we'll take it from here. In a statement, Dallas Mayor Eric Johnson said, I am praying today for his family, friends, and colleagues. I know our city will provide them with love and support as we seek justice. Governor Greg Abbott also released a statement saying, this terrible loss is a solemn reminder of the risks our brave law enforcement officers face while serving and protecting our communities. Police identified the driver as 32-year-old Philip Mabry. He was arrested and faces charges of intoxication manslaughter on a police officer and intoxication assault. Witnesses told police the driver was traveling at a high rate of speed. We know Officer Penton joined the department in February 2019 and was assigned to the Northeast Patrol Division. Our thoughts and prayers are with his family. In Dallas, I'm Ariel Placencia. That was the top story from the previous show. All right, that's the top story from the previous show. And again, uh, thoughts and prayers are with the Dallas police officers and everyone who wears the uniform. And that story came from WFAA, and I appreciate them again for allowing me to use the sound. All right, when we come back, we're going to turn our attentions to what happened here, here in California. Two different stories, two different ways it went down. It just doesn't matter. We have to put an end to what is going on when it comes behind, when people are behind the vehicle. They need to pay attention. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh, 
Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to the DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Again, I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And, of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV. Of course, on Facebook, it's DistractedDB. And you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Type in the keyword DistractedDB, and that will get you what you need. All right, so here's a story that I got from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. And, again, it comes down to another hit-and-run where a driver is thought after. Uh, this happened on Monday, and which is really, really disturbing because it's already been a week or so, and I don't think any man or woman, whoever was driving the vehicle, uh, was actually apprehended yet. But it happened in the middle of the day, 10.51 a.m., and the video shows that a hit-and-run driver happened. Uh, actually, this happened on, on Sunday, I'm sorry, and not this Sunday, not today. It was a week ago. I'm sorry. I wrote Monday down, and that's when I actually got the story. Uh, so a Toyota Prius apparently uh, run down the residential street, suddenly struck a man who was crossing the street. Uh, the man was a 51-year-old father and pastor who was severely injured. And here it is from KTLA Channel 5. Glennon Lutus searches on for that felony hit-and-run suspect as the victim who's hit right here on the street, family tells me, is in surgery this afternoon. Today, a search for the driver of the vehicle seen in this video, accused of hitting 51-year-old pedestrian Juan Beltran and fleeing the scene. Now the badly injured father of six and local pastor is fighting for his life in the hospital and his family is speaking out. It's, it's, it's traumatizing. You can't, I couldn't sleep last night. She feels very, very bad, very upset. A loved one translating for Blanca Cervantes, the victim's tearful wife of more than two decades. She tries to be very strong for her children. But the situation is very difficult. Authorities say Beltran was hit about 10.15 in the morning yesterday on the 1100 block of East 49th Street. This is the street he lives on. He had just gotten back from the store and he was crossing the street. Police say they don't know just how fast the motorist was traveling, but say it was definitely too fast for this residential street. Um, the victim was thrown um, about 30 feet, so that would have been a good amount of speed to cause that distance. A witness to the crash alerting the family who rushed to help their loved one who was left bleeding in the street. She saw him laying down on the floor, um, bleeding. He had a lot of blood all over him. It came out running. And when I saw him there, all I did was pretty much, I was holding on to his head, during it all till the ambulance came. 
hoping that he was still with us. Paramedics taking Beltran to the hospital and police now searching for clues. The car is believed to be a 2004 to 2009 light green Toyota Prius with a damaged windshield and likely from the area. Uh, this street uh, dead ends up ahead at a one-way street. So if someone was driving through this neighborhood, it's probably because they live here. Authorities hoping someone from the neighborhood recognizes the Prius and alerts police. And the victim's family is pleading for answers, too. What's your message to the driver who hit your father and just kept going? I just hope they have a heart and just come forward about it. He just took off. And that's that's not okay. That's not okay. He needs to, he needs to pay for what he did. And authorities tell me the vehicle also appeared to be traveling on the wrong side of the street when it hit Mr. Beltran. They're trying to figure out why that is. Anyone with information is asked to call LAPD Central Traffic Division, or you can leave a tip anonymously at LACrimestoppers.org. That's the latest live here in South LA. I'm Lauren Lister. I'll send it back to you. All right, again, that story came from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Will they turn themselves in? Because do they have a heart enough to do that? Probably not. They're not going to turn themselves in. A felony hit and run, it would have been better if you stayed there. But pretty, see, I'm kind of thinking in my mind, again, I'm thinking in my mind, something wasn't wrong. Either they were intoxicated, high, drunk, whatever the case might be. You're driving on the wrong side of the road and you hit a man at 10, 15, 10, 51 in the morning or something like that. You're going to tell me you don't even know? That there's a problem? Oh, come on, please. All right, so that's one of the crazy stories that I got. Here's the other story that I got from CBS uh, 13 up in Sacramento, uh, and I appreciate them for allowing me to sound. This involves a teenage driver, and it always baffles me that teenage drivers think that they can get away with these things. And it also harkens back to the thought of the premise where I believe that schools need to reinstate driver education at that grade for that level of student who's just barely got his license. Granted, they have driving schools and they do good jobs, but I remember when I went through school and I had driver education six months. We didn't go every day. It was like three days a week, one week, two days the next week, then back to three days. It was shuffled back and forth like that for six months. And you had classroom environment, classroom discussions, watched videos, the proper way to do things. You sat in the little driver educational car and you drive or the simulator and you drew and you practice and if you you don't know if you hit somebody or not, or if you stop at the right spot or not, you always got the grade after. Not to mention you had road time out with the instructors and other students. So you get familiar with driving, you learn how to stop, you learn how to go, and you learn how to make the left hand turn the right way and the right hand turn the correct way. It is just what they needed. But here's a student, or here's a young teenager, who, I guess from their own free will, decided to do whatever they got to do. And I saw the video on TV about this crash. Oh, my God. That house, if they're able to live in that house... I would be amazed. A smash and split as a suspected drunk driver bolts after slamming into a Vacaville home early this morning. Tonight, we're learning there was a teenager behind the wheel of that car, and he's in custody. 
New tonight, CBS 13's Adrian Moore with the ring video and family reaction to the unwelcome guest. You could hear the trouble coming. And for the Davis family, the impact felt like an earthquake. I heard a big boom and the whole house shook. Their ring camera capturing every moment. A suspected drunk driver clips two parked cars before skidding sideways, making their Vacaville home an unfortunate pit stop. As ash and debris go flying, thick smoke fills the screen. We're still kind of shaken up about everything. Um, cleanup is going to be a lot of fun. The green sedan was going so fast, it knocked a column clear off the front of the home, took out a palm tree and lights, and busted through a wall in the garage that doubles as the family gym. There's a lot of damage to the gym. Completely uh, Broken destroyed. glass. The equipment is damaged. Adding to the drama, the teen driver makes a run for it, bolting down the street. Vacaville police say he was captured shortly after. <laughs> a behind-the-wheel blunder that could have turned deadly now leaving a family with a daily reminder of a driver's dangerous decision. The Davises do have insurance, which covers most of the damage, but cleanup, they say, well, that's going to take a while. All right, again, that story came from CBS 13 up in Sacramento, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. But, oh, my gosh, people, really? Now they're going to be inconvenienced for a short period of time to get in and out of their home. Insurance will pay for part of it. How much do they have to put down first? You know, you got the deductible. I think if we find out who did it, make their parents pay for that. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Until next time, don't be this teenager. Don't be this teenager. <laughs>